Welcome, you're listening to Working Out, a podcast discussing the journey towards doing what you love. On the show, we'll be discussing our own experiences in creating our passion-based business. It's about the expedition, the here and now, the daily challenges and achievements towards getting paid for your passion. Hi, Paddy. Hi, how are you? I'm grand. No, what was it you said to me the other time? I'm just the best. Uh, I'm the very you? best, the very best. Oh, yeah. I'm the very best, mm-hmm. which I've never heard anybody say before. Wow, the very best. The very best. Being the very best, yeah. So I kind of thought that today we should talk about time management mm-hmm. and, um, and learning to say no, because I think it's something that when you work for yourself, it's, um, it's a very difficult it's a very difficult balance. It's a very difficult thing to to learn. And I myself kind of got into a bit of a sticky situation two weeks ago, I think it was, where I had just bitten off a bit too much. I had managed my time really badly. I'd said yes to a lot of things. Every job that was coming through, yes, I'll do that. Yes, I'll do favours for my friends. I also had my talk to write and prepare for for Dot York and my new business to launch, amongst many other responsibilities as well. Mm-hmm. And I ended up, um, it sounds really dramatic, and I'm not kidding, but I was really close to having some kind of breakdown because of all of this. Mm-hmm. I almost had a panic attack um, when I was in. I, see, I, I'm, I've been. I've agreed to run this life drawing class. Well, my friend who runs it is in New York, trying to set the class up over there, mm-hmm. and it's every Tuesday night, and it takes up an entire Tuesday evening. But it's generally quite a fun thing to get involved with. But it, you know, I had to um, on Tuesday drive into my studio to pick up the the book and the iPad for the class when I was sitting outside there. I just felt, I felt this, um, this kind of sinking feeling. It was like, um, I just kind of felt that I was drowning under my workload Mm -hmm. and I sat there thinking, I can't do this. I cannot give up another evening to do a favor for somebody when I actually have all of my own work on my plate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really hate the idea of being flaky in work and with friends, I hate letting people down. But I had to go in there because I was verging on just bursting into tears because everything had gotten a bit too much. I hadn't been able to manage my responsibilities very well. And I went in there and said, I'm sorry, but I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I've just taken on too much. Um, so I, after that, that, that's been my first experience of really feeling like I've, in the past, I've, I've had a lot of work on and I felt very busy, but that was my first ever experience of actually feeling this kind of physical side effect mm-hmm. of taking on too much work and not, not managing my time effectively. So going forward, I know now that I'm going to be a lot more careful about what I say yes to, mm-hmm. but also obviously learn to manage my time a bit better. But do you think you've kind of got it under control? I would like to think so but uh, i know if i'm honest with myself no i completely mess it up often my my time management i like it's it's difficult it's one of the difficult issues when you're when you're working 
when your passion is your work and you you want to say yes to all these things that you want to do and you just keep taking on stuff and taking on new projects and I yeah I have trouble real trouble saying no to stuff saying no to stuff that that I would like to do like projects that sound interesting and even though I know in the back of my head I haven't got enough time to really take that on but I kind of yeah I, I say yes way too much and yeah like in the past month I've had yeah definitely one time where I had to work in the evenings and and just yeah at the weekends and uh, I had took on way too much and it was uh, really overwhelming the amount of work and it's just you can't you can't see the end of it and you just think there's no way I can I can do all of this um but I, totally. I find it really uh whenever you have um yeah yeah it's also um it's really tough to to switch off after five o'clock so I try and work like a normal working day doing my freelance stuff and then in the evenings I want to you know switch off and have a life but it's really difficult to not check your emails on your phone and uh, and kind of get sucked back in or I think I'll just do another hour of work and I'm terrible but, for that yeah. I don't think I ever actually stop but yeah. have you noticed that in terms of photography I find that I can have a, a period of really quiet time where mm -hmm. I'm actually worrying why is it so quiet mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden all of these jobs come through at once mm -hmm. is that the same for you or is it pretty um spread out no pretty it's consistent it's exactly the same well there, there's I always have kind of uh, quite a lot of work on um but sometimes it just get it just goes nuts and like in the, in the same day you just get emails from every one of your past clients who have you know something interesting something new a new part of the project and you kind of want to say yes and you have new potential stuff that you've agreed to and you've other stuff that you've not specifically work related that you've agreed to do and everything just kind of piles out it seems to kind of for me come around uh, like once every couple of months or something it just goes absolutely crazy and and i've been freelancing now for two years and that's not a long time it's not really no um and i kind of fool myself into thinking that i've got a a handle on how to manage my time but i really uh i really prove to myself every so often that i really don't and i i say yes to way too many things and i think i can can handle all these things but things just pile up and then you get you get stressed out and it gets too much but then yeah it's quite uh, like like what you did you know actually saying look i just can't do this anymore it's a real big step you have to take and and i've had to say things to uh i've had to say no but it's so um say no to some things that i really would have liked to do but i just you know i just don't have the time but it's really quite a good release after you say no to some things and then you mm -hmm. you can breathe again yeah oh that's how i felt when because i'd built it up to go into the studio and say um sorry i didn't really explain that very well but it's the people who run this the studio that i work in they also run this life drawing class so when i went in there to tell them i'm feel i feel like i'm about to have a breakdown i can't do this anymore i'd built it up to to imagine them getting really angry at me mm -hmm. and um you know having a whole series of consequences of since I'd pulled out, would the would the night be cancelled? Could they find somebody to to help cover it and all of this stuff? But they were completely fine. They were like, "Look, you've got more important stuff on your plate. You've got your business, which pays your mortgage at the end of the day. So 
that's fine. Go away and work on that tonight. Mm -hmm. So it just, it was, it felt good to be able to breathe. But I've also noticed as well that even when I do manage my time really well and I say, I know that I've got to deliver this client's photos by Sunday Mm -hmm. and I'll kind of do, do my thing, post-processing, arranging them, uploading them and whatnot. But something always happens when Sometimes you just can't predict when another client comes back on the scene and says, help, there's been a disaster. We've um, we've accidentally deleted all of the photos in the Dropbox folder. So now, you know, you need to upload these again as soon as possible. There's always, even when you do try to plan in advance and manage your time, there's always something that kind of pops up that, you know, a bit of a curveball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, you... you said it there when when you talked about you built it all up in your own head uh that it was going to be a complete disaster if you went in and said i I can't do this uh anymore but it's uh, in reality it wasn't for them it was you know it was fine that that uh, that you stopped but that's uh what i find working working now as a freelancer i'm working from working from home and and kind of i'm on my own a lot of the time i um I keep so much stuff in my own head when it comes to, to work and all of the projects and stuff I have to do. And uh, if you don't kind of chat to other people or if you're – that's something I miss from when I uh, when I worked in an office with other people. You could kind of – and when you're working uh, together in close proximity on the same projects and stuff, you can kind of share that the burden of that project. But working on my own, I found, yeah, if you don't if you don't have other people to kind of – chat to and just get stuff out of your own head then it uh, it really kind of builds up and builds up and become really stressed out yeah and um i think that's probably alongside getting through work getting work through the door in the first place probably ma- learning to manage your time is is a big cause of stress and freelancers as well mm-hmm. when you work for yourself but it doesn't just extend, I don't think it just extends to, so I had to go in here and let these people down and say no to them. And I've had to start actually turning down jobs. Now, I used to say yes to everything mm-hmm. um, in photography because I just wanted to to build that up. Whereas now I'm getting a lot more picky so that it doesn't interfere with my other job. But I don't know how you feel about this. It isn't actually just in a work capacity you've got to learn to manage your time. Because I've also, like, I'm a massive gamer Mm -hmm. i love video games and i'm not kidding but i can quite easily i could easily lose six hours a day to gaming if i let myself Mm -hmm. but i've had to really sacrifice that part of my life that part that i enjoy and it's got to the point now where i only let myself game in really short bursts and i don't do it every day i've had to just say no i can't i can't do this because i have you know other more important productive things to do mm-hmm. so it's not just about saying no and managing your time in a work capacity but I've also had to look at the areas of my life that I spend a lot of time doing that doesn't really lead to anything productive I've sacrificed um sacrifice is such a strong word when you're talking about gaming but you mm-hmm. know what I'm trying to say yeah. but I've um and I don't know if you've had to do that either with your social life or anything. Well, yeah, I mean, I definitely have discovered that over the past couple of years with doing freelance and the definitely my, I find myself, you know, uh, not leaving the house. Like uh, after a few days, you kind of realize, wow, I haven't actually 
got out of here and I've just been working, working, working um, for so long. And because it's, you know, my passion as well and I, I can spend hours and hours and hours in front of the computer even doing my doing my own stuff and doing my own work or just kind of doodling and making some you know illustrations and stuff but it's just so much time in front of the computer and for me one of the most important things is to just get away from my computer and, and totally get out I, I bought a bike recently and so i try and force myself during the day to get out on the bike for an hour or so every and, single day yeah well i really try to and then yeah it doesn't always work out depending on you know the amount of work but i'm starting to be a lot more strict with my um with trying to do that trying to get out of the house and just um you know not thinking about projects and computers for a while but it's it's tough when you're um so yeah it's kind of my passion and like i have i have friends who are have nothing to do with computers or they have they have other jobs but and they use computers but it's for them and you know using a computer is is work and they're they're so glad to get away from it and stuff but for me it's tougher that you know it's my passion sitting behind a computer and it's um i don't see it as work all of the time mm -hmm. but that's kind of dangerous as well that you you can just kind of live your whole life in front of the computer and it's it's um you need to get some get outside and get some you know yeah. input well, from the real world so i've been like struggling with that a bit um in but you said to, that you finish at five like that's really yeah that's good that's what i really try to do and like recently it hasn't uh worked out so recently uh, like the last month was pretty stressful with a lot of things just kind of a lot of projects came together and, and some other things happened and I was going away to a conference as well. So I had a kind of deadline of, of making sure everything was done before then and uh, everything was just kind of building up and building up. So uh, I definitely had to work a lot, a lot more in the evenings and, uh, and the weekends and, and yeah, cut out, you know, hopping on the bike and stuff. And um, yeah, it's, it's really tough, but that's what I try and aim to do. And um Usually I get up now about like 6 a.m. and and kind of wow. get. Uh, I kind of I I find getting you get a ton of work done before nine in the morning. It's um, I find that I'm able to do that. So I kind of try and do that. Get up really early and work a lot, and then have like two to three hours in the middle of the day where I don't do anything and get out in the bike or go into town and do some errands or. Whenever. I think I need to take a leaf out of your book and start getting up at 6am because there are there's something that I really want to make a habit in my life and that's reading. I want to read more books. Totally. But with the current, the way that I, my schedule is, I'm not giving myself the time mm -hmm. to do, to make that happen. And I'm not saying that I don't have that time because I can make that time. I can just get up a little bit earlier yeah. and dedicate half an hour to reading a book or whatever. And that really annoys me. I met somebody actually uh, on Thursday and they said to me, I can't remember what we were talking about, but they said, oh, I just don't have the time to do that. And I mm. thought, you probably do. Yeah. You can probably find the time somewhere. It's, I think it's a really easy excuse to yeah. make. That yeah, that's all it is. Whenever people say I don't have, you know, there's not enough hours in the day, you can really get up like half an hour earlier, uh, and you can get tons of stuff done. I've found that I can get so much work done if I get up uh, really early in the morning, and then you're kind of free in the middle of the day, 
um, to do stuff. Uh, it's yeah, that whole like work life balance uh, is really. I find it really tough because you know my work is my passion so the lines are very blurred yeah well i don't think a lot of people understand that i think people listening to this will understand it because they're probably in the same boat Mm -hmm. but i want to know because i have a big problem with um with my group of friends they're all doing jobs that they actually hate Uh so they don't quite understand how i can still be working at you know eight o'clock in the evening when they're in the pub or why I'm working on a Saturday. Um, do you have the same problem or yeah. is everybody... Yeah, you do. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I have friends who, you know, as soon as they leave the office, I mean, that's they, they get to... That's work is over and now, you know... Uh, and for me, the lines are so blurred that I'm, I work from home, so it's kind of... I can't really, you know, walking away from my computer, I'm still in my workplace and, and I have my phone with me all the time and, uh, you know, always getting emails. And uh, and I mean, no matter if I'm, you know, what I'm doing, I'm always kind of connected. I'm always, you know, checking, you know, what's happening on Twitter, which is all kind of, I'm always reading blogs and stuff. It's all kind of my job as well. Uh, and it's really, for me, there's just kind of no... There's no easy split between, uh, you know, work and life. And um, it's, it's, I find, yeah, friends of mine who have a really clear division and they're like, oh, Monday morning's coming up again. But for me, it's, you know, during the weekend and stuff, I do bits and pieces. And um, so it's always just, it's, I'm kind of always working. I'm trying more and more to force myself to to yeah have fun <laughs> force myself to have fun in a mm-hmm. in a kind of uh not sitting behind a computer um kind of way and just getting out there and, and relaxing a bit and i always feel better for it as well like when i hop out on the bike and go away for a while and then you come back I, i've found um definitely found when it comes to design work if you're making something and you're struggling with a problem and you're Uh, working away at it and you're making something and it's not quite right as soon as you go away for it and don't look at it or like close it down and then the next morning look at the project again you can solve the problem in you know like 15 minutes um it's really you just need to kind of step away from from your work and uh, i found i definitely find my work is better when i have a when i take breaks away from working so i rather than just kind of continually working all the time and in the evenings kind of doing a little bit and uh, doing so much work. I've found if you take gaps like breaks away from the design work and then come back to it with fresh eyes, you can, you get much better results, but you really have to, I really find I have to force myself to, to do it. So it's not easy. Well, I'm just thinking, um, maybe, I mean, one of the things I, that I think most people like about working for themselves is that they don't have a really strict schedule. They don't have somebody saying, I need this on my desk by 9am. Mm-hmm. But maybe it would be beneficial to impose some limitations. To like, Do, do you do that at all? Do you say, okay, by 10 o'clock I want to write this blog post. By 12 o'clock I'll have you know wireframed or whatever it is that you designers do, Paddy. <laughs> Um, do you do that at all or do you just do you even do it on a minor scale where you write down three things that you want to achieve that day actually i i really don't do any of that it's quite 
uh, I mean, there's obviously a lot of deadlines when it comes to a project and there are certain things expected. You know, uh, we're going to finish the designs by the end of this week or uh, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's obviously all of that. But on a on a smaller scale of like by this afternoon, I want to finish this one part. Um, I, I really don't kind of, I don't set those little mini goals for myself. That's something I should maybe look into kind of setting setting my own goals and within the project i'm always kind of going by the goals we've set up between the client and myself of uh you know we finish the wireframes by this date and then the next milestone is the week after and stuff why do you find do you set like mini goals for yourself and uh during i've the day? just started doing it quite loosely where you know clear up the to-do app yeah mm-hmm. I, I just have a menu uh whatever you want to call it like a what, what would you call it? You know how you can split them into different... Oh, yeah, different lists, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lists, that's the word, of course. So mm-hmm. I just have a list that says today, um, to do today. Mm-hmm. And I know that I have to put three things in there that I have to do. But I think what I might try going forward is being a bit more specific with my time. Right, okay. Because sometimes I don't even get through those three things because it's really easy to spend longer on one thing than than I need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, d- I might try doing that. I do exactly the same. I use clear as well. And the, um, uh, I usually, I find myself, uh, when I was kind of starting freelancing or, or actually always kind of worked with, I always like writing, you know, stuff down and writing to do lists and, and scribbling stuff out as I went, I find I could really, if I broke down lots of little tasks, um, things into little tasks and then, you know, cross them out, I kind of worked really well like that, but I would, I always knew there were stuff I really had to do today and then there's all the other stuff that's kind of the stuff that I maybe have to do within the next week or stuff that I just can't forget about. Um, and I do that as well with Clear on my desktop. I have like one list for stuff today and then uh, yeah. everything else I put in one other list, which is yeah. still there that I can glance at but so I don't you know forget things or I kind of have an idea of what's coming up. But uh, I've started doing that and... and doing stuff this stuff just for today which i found pretty handy but yeah I, I might i might start doing kind of making it even smaller and and uh having really like mini tasks and yeah. well to-do lists are great right mm-hmm. but they don't solve the problem of actually taking on too much work in the first place no so at what point in your own experience do you know when you should be saying no to clients because it's a very difficult word to say. No is a mm-hmm. difficult word to say. I mean, for for me, if I'm honest, I only figure it out whenever it's way too late. And I think uh, that's the same for everybody, isn't it? Yeah, you you only figure it out whenever you're completely swamped with stuff and you're really forced to to actually say no uh, to anything else that comes in. But it's already too late. You've already got too much stuff happening. So mm-hmm. uh, I really. T- I don't know the answer to to how you figure that out before um, before it gets too late. I'm becoming, I'm getting better at it, but I still, you know, I still make a complete disaster of it and take on way too much work. But I mean, I'm kind of getting there, and and I'm becoming a bit like each time I stuff really piles up on top of me, and I get on too much. Uh, like after that that wave breaks, uh, and I kind of get out from under all of that work i'm a little bit better for saying no to future stuff and really 
remembering, okay, this is what happened last time. So just say no to this or push. If someone asks you for a new project, don't say I can do it. Yeah, I can fit it in like next week because you know it's you're going to have too much stuff on. That's something I, I, I've always feel kind of, yeah, I, I, I want to give, um, try and do stuff as soon as possible for, for people. And I hate saying I can't do that for the next six months. Uh, mm-hmm. and I always kind of lie to myself that, that I could squeeze this in. Um, but that's something I really need to work on as well. Have you ever missed a client deadline due to bad time management? Um, I don't think so. No, but, I but that's like, I've only, I, I take that on my side. Um, so if there's a deadline looming, uh, and I realize, okay, I can't get this done. I, I'll have to do like an all nighter and, uh, you know, do like work at the weekend or whatever. But, but I know that that that's when it's my, when it's my fault and I've, you know, taken on too much and that I've got other things going on or that's when it's, yeah, when the project, you know, when it's my fault and I, I have to. I have to sacrifice then my other time, um, to, to make up for it. What about you? Like you, you limit yourself. Uh, I know you said on the last time about your, about photography and you limit your, uh, yourself yeah. to only a certain number of weddings per year. And you said that was primarily the reason was, um, that it was, you want to keep it as a hobby and you don't want it to cross that line into a full-time job because then it would, uh, take the take the fun out of it but do you also limit yourself do you think there's a kind of limit of how many you can take on like like mm. i don't know like when you're when you're um photographing a wedding it's not uh you don't just turn up on the day and photograph and then that's you done there's there's a ton of work uh, yeah, before like and after work yeah yeah well i actually had um during the summer last summer i landed this because it isn't just weddings that I do. I do limit myself to like, I want to do 10 weddings a year, but I still get other jobs filtering through family shoots. Or for example, I've just done a hotel um, shoot for Radisson hotels. Mm-hmm. So really random things. But last, last summer I, I landed this um, massive client, like the kind of client that when you get them, you will do anything to please them yeah. because you, you want to keep them. And I was really lucky because they were giving me maybe three jobs a week. Mm-hmm. And um, on top of three jobs a week, I also had my full-time job. And then on top of that, it was also wedding season. Right. So I did not have a day off. And I'm not kidding. I did not have one day off for 10 weeks. Wow. And I remember I thought, okay, this is going to catch up on me at some point. I'm going to burn out. I'm going to regret doing this. But I remember my whole summer, I didn't do, I didn't have a social life. I didn't enjoy my summer. I didn't go on holiday. I didn't go to the beach with friends. I didn't go on road trips. I just worked. But I remember feeling okay about it Mm -hmm. because I knew it was a temporary thing. Right. And I knew that I, I, I basically just said, okay, I'm going to look at this summer as basically just the summer I made a ton of money mm-hmm. <laughs> and instead of, um, Oh no, I've, I've not had any fun and I'm taking on too much work and I'm going to burn myself out. Um, so it's weird that when I look back to that summer and I had this 10 week period of not having a day off that I took it in my stride. Mm-hmm. And then when I look back in the past month where I took on a lot of work and had my, my business to launch, which there was a lot of stuff going on with that. And then had my talk at dot York and all of these photography jobs 
what was so different about the summer to the past month where I almost did have a breakdown? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I just think it's a lot to do with also, I don't know where you're at in your life. Like I said, last last year I knew that was temporary, whereas the, last, the past month with me um, taking on too much work, I think that I let it get on top of me because I know that this is just the beginning. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I find the, the times that are really, that work really gets on top of me, um, are the times where you can't see the the end point and yes. you think it's and, yes and sorry to interrupt no, right. but when you can't see the end point you don't know where to start yeah totally but that's that's the big difference I think like you knew that it was you know by the end of the summer it's going to be uh, it's going to be kind of over and you'll have you'll have made some money from all of this and then you'll be able to kind of relax once it's over but sometimes whenever you're just in the middle of it and and projects have been piling on and then other commitments have been piling on and and past clients are coming back to you and you've got to talk to prepare and and your real life your outside work life is stuff is happening and and then it's like you really can't see anymore and you're completely drowning and stuff and you can't see kind of which direction to go in so i think that's the the big difference yeah and so working for yourself isn't always great because for example I I have um I give my wedding clients a kind of rough deadline of when they'll get their photos. Mm-hmm. I say between three to four weeks it usually takes me. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow I'm meant to be delivering photos to a wedding client. Mm-hmm. But then during the week, kinda like I mentioned earlier, I had um another client come back to me and say, We need all of these photos sent to us again but in a different format. So now I'm I'm like trying to juggle both of these jobs. And um, and I'll do it and I'll get them both delivered on time. But it means that for Saturday, I'm not going to be going out tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be going out and partying tonight and letting my hair down. I'm going to have to do this. And so there's that kind of dark side to working for yourself as well, where, um, yeah, I'm going to I'm still going to meet my deadline. But it means giving up on my social life. My friends will be out tonight, but I won't be, you know. Mm-hmm. But it sounds when people hear that you you freelance for a living and you you're your own boss i mean it sounds it sounds so fantastic uh and you you get so much freedom and you get to do what you want all the time but i mean there's you don't hear about uh all the complete disasters that go into and the, the tons of uh work that needs to go into um getting yourself to a position to work for yourself and the things that go wrong and um whenever it's you working for yourself i mean you're uh, the buck stops with you and you you have to handle everything and uh, when things go wrong with projects or if you if you have you know other clients coming back and they want something of a they have a deadline and you've agreed to another deadline and you've got both things going on at once i mean you have to you have to handle that and and you have to give up your um mm-hmm. your free time so I, I mean you get all the good stuff like you get to be your own boss and you get to you know make your own schedule and all of that stuff but you also have to deal with all the the stuff that goes wrong as well and um it's really difficult to learn how to do that and i've been yeah freelancing for two years and i've gotten better i've gotten better that um than i was at the start but uh i still don't think i'm good at uh, managing my time because every so often that kind of everything gets on top of me and i find you know i find myself sitting at two o'clock in the morning working on something and uh yeah, that's how you. That's how you know you're, you're not handling it, um, handling yeah. it well. So have you well, kind of have you 
picked up any tricks for um, handling stuff? Or how do you know when to say no to stuff? The exact same as you when it's too late. Yeah. No, but going forward. So this is what I'm thinking for me going forward. I want to actually be a bit more, a bit more aware of how much work I need to take on every month right. to pay my bills. Mm-hmm. And so that I know that when a job comes through as as fun as it sounds or as tempting as it is to be greedy and do that half day for, you know, X amount of money. Yeah. Actually, I should say no. So I, what, this is what I need to do going forward. I need to figure out what my sweet spot is, what, how much, how many jobs do I need to take on? How much money do I need to make to get me through the month? Right. And then maybe just cap it at that and not be so greedy and just say, yes, 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 I'll do that. Yes. Because I, I could do with the money. Yeah. Um, and also another thing that maybe I want to try is like I said to you early, maybe I'm, Maybe I'll try giving myself more of a a stricter schedule throughout the day. Like instead of just having my three things that I know I want to get through, maybe I'll give them specific times of the day that I have to do it in and have to get it done by. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's what I'm going to try doing from now on. Yeah, I think it might be something, now that we've kind of talked about, uh, you know, time management and kind of what we're like now, maybe this would be a nice kind of topic to revisit after a month or two of of our little plans of of what we're going to try and do um to manage our time better uh it might be something nice to to revisit again and see how we're doing with with these plans for me um i'm definitely in the same kind of uh in the same boat of i, I want to take on all of all of these all of these new projects that come in and and kind of you, yeah you get kind of greedy and uh uh, on taking so much on and, uh, and you know, that, you know, they're paid projects and, uh, and you get to enjoy the projects, but it's really, you, uh, I find myself taking on way too much so often, uh, and sacrificing my free time. And you find yourself sitting, you know, at two o'clock in the morning working on projects, uh, all because you, you know, we're kind of, yeah, I, I feel kind of, yeah, greedy sometimes on, on taking on so many uh, so many projects that I want to do and but it's I'm definitely gonna try and limit myself to so many hours per per week maybe we can start with that and, and sounds like you're doing that I mean I know you've said that sometimes you haven't handled your time very well so you have found yourself working at two in the morning but the fact like you're already so many steps ahead of me because you're closing your laptop at five o'clock or whatever and kind of stepping away from work, whereas I am, I am taking my laptop with me everywhere at all times of the day. You know, sitting watching TV at night, I'll have my laptop and do a bit of work. Mm-hmm. Do you think that, in your opinion, do you think that that's something that I should stop doing? Do you find that by closing your laptop at five, you you generally wake up a bit more refreshed and ready for work the next day? Well. Yeah, it's just just because I don't have my laptop with me, I have my iPhone with me, and I'm constantly out of curiosity checking my emails and uh, and checking, you know, kind of checking Twitter, which is kind of half between, you know, fun and and kind of work. Mm-hmm. And I follow tons of tons of design blogs and just occasionally, you know, read stuff. So I'm always kind of always on. So it, it's not that I, 
stop working on my laptop at, at five um, that I'm not kind of switching off. So what I need to do is really, uh, I don't think it matters if you have your laptop sitting beside you or your phone nowadays. It's 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 the same and you, uh, you still, you're still kind of on the clock. So what I need to do is really, you know, put my phone away as well and, uh, and try not, and try and really switch off. But I, I think I'm, I'm definitely better than what I was because I went through this transition period, uh, between working, um, working full time as a, as a designer for an agency and then also kind of doing stuff at the weekends and evenings. Then I had to take up my, social life to uh to work on stuff and then it just got then it was beginning you know I, w I was just having no time to do anything i was just working all the time um and then i went half time uh and but then that time really quickly filled up as well since then and since like when i started going freelancing i also kind of didn't know it's hard when you when you start out freelancing working for yourself you don't know how long to, uh, how how to kind of judge some projects and you think oh this will just take a couple of days when really it's like a week's worth of work and then you kind of have to then you have to make it up and you have to work in the work in the evenings and uh, and stuff and it's um i'm definitely a lot better now than what i was and um and i've kind of forced myself yeah during the day as well to to step away from the computer so it's not that i work a kind of nine to five day because uh, I didn't really find that nine to five worked for me, um, like productivity wise. So I get up early at like six and I find I get quite a good bit of work done in the morning, like till 10 or 11 or something. And then in the middle of the day, I kind of try and take a break and not do any computer stuff and then come back to it at like two or three o'clock um, for another few hours. Um, and you you get different work done in the morning that you get done in the in the afternoon and it's all a discovery process and you have to figure it out and you can only figure it out by actually doing it and, and there's no easy answer to to give to someone to say here's how you manage your time and uh, you just have to get your hands dirty and just you'll have to you find yourself going okay that was working that many hours in one day really didn't work for me or working uh in the more i'm much more productive in the morning than in the evenings but you, you really have to figure it out for yourself there's no there's no answer that fits everyone um and it you, it doesn't happen overnight as well because i mean like after two years i'm still figuring stuff out and uh but it yeah it takes time and you just have to you just have to find your own way of what works for you I think that it would be quite interesting to hear what people who are listening do in terms of time managing, if they have any little tips or tricks. Yeah, absolutely. So they should tweet us. Our Twitter is working out show yeah. with their tips. Um, but yeah, I would really be keen to revisit this because I think as from Monday, I'm actually going to try this more rigid mm -hmm. um, schedule. And I'm going to stick to that for a while and see if it works for me. And we can revisit this topic at some point down the line and see if we're time management masters. Sounds like a plan. Cool. Well, where can people find you, Paddy? Uh, they can find me at Paddy Donnelly. And where can people find you, Ashley? I am Ashley on Twitter, which is just because I am Ashley. You are. <laughs>